top fives, the show of everything. Top fives presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joy Prati, and I'm Sean Day. And folks, we have. I'm I'm pretty excited for yeah, for, gotta, for our show now. We got a good we got a good show. Yeah, good, show. good show. Good mixed bag yeah. of top fives today. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun, and we hope that you'll take a journey with us. Um, before we get to the journeying, Jonathan, how the hell are you? I'm good, man. Uh, kind of fresh from coming back from the Bay Area, dude. Honestly, were you here? Were yeah, you? Yeah, I surprised what? a friend of mine for his birthday. My friend Joey. Who was that? <laughs> what, me? <laughs> so, me? Yeah. Yeah, man. We yeah we had <laughs> such a great time, man. It, it was really cool. What a good a time. Small little get together with your fam and some friends, and um, yeah, man, that was so much yeah. fun. And just being able to, just like, I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw your family like it's right. probably been like about a year now um but yeah man it was so much fun you know celebrating your birthday and just like having some drinks and hanging out and you know playing some music and yeah very good time very oh. good to, i um i had no i mean i alicia all all alicia told me was like hey uh you know in the morning we're gonna do whatever you want mm-hmm. but in the afternoon i have something planned and just go with it and i said okay and i know how hard it is to like keep secrets and stuff so i or surprises whatever i didn't ask any questions i just rolled with it um so it was it was a genuine shock to me when we pulled up to my parents house and knocked on the door and you and andrew opened the door and i was just like <laughs> you know your, it felt your very mom was like so- your mom was like you guys have to do it you guys have to do it <laughs> so hell yeah no thanks big thanks. i mean thank you for for Oh, cheers, driving cheers. uh chairs for driving all the way up um just to just to surprise me and um you know andrew and and danny and um you know everyone but then you know alicia and my mom really kind of were the ones to put it all together and, and i just so no one's ever done that for me i'm very very thankful um i'm not one to be celebrated you know what i mean it felt very much like uh the prodigal son um because I've been back a year and a half now, I guess. And it was, it's kind of the first time where I felt like, ah, yes, I'm home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when I first moved back, it, I felt so out of place. I didn't, you know, I just felt like an extra piece in everyone's life. Like no one knew what to do with me. And that's not on them. That's, you know, everyone has their rhythm. They have their, their life. So it was just, it was a beautiful, beautiful moment and beautiful day just for me, you know, um, and I'm, I'm so thankful. I'm really, really thankful. It was, it was awesome. Um, and yeah, we got to play music. That's the part of the, the night where I, where my memory starts to get a bit fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. um, All I remember is like, funny enough, I think we were playing some songs, like songs that we knew. And then I think, I know you started busting out some songs I've never, <clears throat> never heard you play before. <laughs> so Like what? Um, I think like some Green Day songs, like um, oh, oh you know F-O-D. what? Yeah, I I I feel like we've probably try like maybe try to play that as the band, but like yeah, but it was it was really cool. I think you know it was it was uh and it was cool because Andrew brought his little guitar too, and so we had like this like a three way uh guitar a three-way. jam. <laughs> yeah. My birthday wish come true. Three way all the all the way, dude. So. Um, but yeah, it, it was so much fun. And I think the, like, yeah, trying to remember the night was, yeah, I was pretty, 
plastered by the end of it. So <laughs> it was it was a good night. It was a lot of gin. Lots of gin, um, dude. Yeah. A lot of gin. Yeah, it was great. Um <laughs> but yeah. And then um got back at like two in the morning or maybe one, one or two, I don't know. But I was, you know, fairly toasty. And I ri- I got a wonderful uh birthday present for my parents, this Lego that I've wanted for years now. And I ripped open the box and at least it was like tomorrow, tomorrow. That's for tomorrow. And that's what I did all day after my birthday. I know, you. dude. I want to see this thing. Oh, oh man, it's like a lot oh. bigger than I thought it was, dude. What? This thing is gigantic. Um, I wanted to put it over there because I have one Batmobile over. Uh, oh, yeah. This ain't gonna fit. This ain't gonna. So I gotta find some place. Yo, that's so it. awesome. It took me two days to build. Um, it's thirty-three hundred pieces. Dude, that's and, freaking awesome. Uh, and there's oh. a cockpit. Whoa! If you what? turn the steering wheel, the wheels turn. Oh shit! And then so it's got check like... this. Check this out. What? Guns. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Batman with guns, as our dear imaginary audience knows. But I will make an exception because that is so cool. That is so cool on a Lego. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm very. I'm 32. Hell yeah, dude! Lego for adults, bro. Yes. <laughs> yes. I I was looking up. Uh, Legos line yesterday. They have a whole 18 plus line. Oh. Um, they've got like the Roman Colosseum, which is like almost 10,000 pieces. Damn, dude. Um, yeah, it's like $700 or something crap. It's Legos wild. It's yeah. Wild. That's pretty cool, man. Like uh, I, I, we, I mentioned off the air, I was like, man, I, I would love to, because I've been trying to get, I have like the DeLorean, but it's like the miniature version of it. And I Do know, they have a bigger one? I have no idea. I haven't really looked into it, but I would I would think they would probably have like different scaled versions of it, especially with Lego. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm definitely looking into that because you know you know you know me with my Back to the Future um, love for Back to the Future. So I I've kind Your of favorite. kind of started a DeLorean collection. Like I have I was at like Walgreens the other day and I you know I found like this little DeLorean model Ooh. and then yeah. Ooh, what's the? <laughs> Are you finding anything? I'm sending. I'm sending it to you right now. It's, I didn't find the DeLorean, but it's their 18 plus. Oh yes. Uh, so give those a look. See. Oh, hold on. Oh. oh, this is gonna. Be I awesome. still, I still want to do the Millennium Falcon someday. Yo, and aren't there like different versions of that? Like, there's like there a... are, there are, yeah. But like, uh, I don't like want the full... one with Ray. Oh, I see. That's I don't like want the... the sequel characters. I the... want yeah. Han, Leia, Chewie, the oh droids. Oh my god, dude! This website is awesome. Yeah, dude, my fingers still hurt. Like it From was intense <laughs> brick building uh, past few days. Dude, I, I honestly, I think it's probably one of my like when I built that little DeLorean. It was so much fun and. Um, it makes me think like, yeah, Legos were like such a important, like for me, for my childhood, like, you know, I loved building things and, and it taught you like imagination as far as like, um, and creativity of like, you know, if you have, you have your set that you can build and follow the instructions. And, you know, if you're brave enough, you can take it down and, and rebuild something else out of it. So I always felt like that was like the coolest yeah. part of Legos. That was, you know, they always gave you the instructions, but, uh, for one 
setup, but they always gave you pictures for other things that you could do with it if you felt like exactly. it. You know? Yes. Yes. And I feel like this I don't know if it's recently, but I did watch this video on like Lego I guess it's like Lego sculptors, like people who legit that's like their thing. They oh, make the designers art. and everything. Yeah, they make they, either they make designs for Lego themselves, like for sets, or they do like I mean, I saw this one of like a full scale like Corvette car. And oh man. Yeah, it's insane. And just like thinking of like all the different uh bricks and stuff uh compared to that. So <laughs> this set came with a booklet. It's like this thick. It's the instructions, what? but in the but the first part is also and it, they it's they interview the three. It took three designers. Oh, that's so to cool! Come up with that Batmobile, and they actually got it approved by Tim Burton. Um, oh, dude, that's but, awesome! Uh, yeah, but I mean, they took three people working on different parts of the car. Um, you know, and just kind of explaining the process. Like I read that before I dove in and started building. It was just like okay, with that in mind. you know had my coffee and it was just like, mm, you know, I was very hungover, but I was so excited Yeah. Uh, to get building. I started building this thing around 7.30 in the morning, went till 11.30 at night and was still wasn't done. Fuck, man. Took maybe one, one hour break. Dude, that is so crazy. But yeah. I can, I can believe it for the amount of pieces and kind of the intricacies of the build. You know, I think that's, uh, that's super cool, man. It's almost yeah. like, I wish like every weekend I could just build like a Lego set or something. <laughs> so. Right. I wish I had that kind of dough. Like Legos are expensive. Yeah, man. And it, it's, uh, I'm going to save, save that bookmark, that page. Um, yeah, the, they're expensive and, you know, as you collect them, you know, I'm not too much of a collector, I would say, um, you know, I'm starting my little DeLorean collection, but like. Yeah, that's kind of the extent of it. I don't, I don't really collect too many things. <laughs> so, Where, where's the space? You know, because these things are yeah. massive. I didn't, I had no idea this, this Batmobile would be this big. And I'm like, man, I would love the Millennium Falcon. I was like, where the fuck am I gonna put that if yeah. I ever do get it? You know what I mean? You, you like, would that's have to insane. have a display for like that kind of. You thing. would have to. You, know what I mean? you would have to. Yeah. Just like, uh, Absolutely. you know, when we were talking to like, uh, you know, Sean with the like the the figures and action figures and stuff, mm -hmm. like, you get, yeah, some of that stuff you just you gotta have like a area for that and like a display case or, you know, and if it's if it's like a collection of different things, you know, like if you want to have all your, you know, Batman kind of things here and then you want to have like your Star Wars stuff, you know, it's it's all uh, it's a thing, man. It's a, it's a it's a true hobby. Separated by IP. And then size. And size, yes. Yeah, size matters. Size matters, y'all. But yeah, I, that's know? super cool, dude. I think um, when you sent me, you sent me a picture of it, and then you sent me a little video of it. And when you showed it right just right now, I didn't realize how big it was until you held it up in front of the camera. So. It really, it's hard to really fathom this. Every time I look at it, I go, "That's bigger than I thought it was." Um, that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Um, but yeah, tis, tis there, wild, we, uh, man. there we go. Dude, awesome. But yeah, man. So thank you to everyone for probably the best birthday of my life. It was very good. Very good. Very good time. And so. someone else has a, uh, an April birthday coming up. Yeah, my birthday is, is on a strange day. It's on a Wednesday this year, and mm. I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I might do, yeah. I was thinking like a day trip somewhere, like, you know, kind of close in the area would be kind of cool um and then maybe just come back and just get like super drunk with my roommates or something <laughs> so that sounds like a like a brilliant day 
Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'll see how the, you know, I was thinking, like, um, the beach would be kind of cool. Like, uh, there's Ventura Beach, which is just a few hours out of here. I mean, is there a I good could, nude beach? Uh, there, could, there could be. I don't know about around here. Um, but You should go to a nude beach. Yeah. You know, you got to wear your birthday suit on your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My my suit and tie and no no bottoms. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but uh that's a sign i want that's i want to be there for that (laughs) but yeah man it's it's uh yeah it's it's like um it's the second covid birthday man uh this year yeah i mean i am i have my second vaccine shot which is super cool and um that's why we didn't really meet yesterday because i wasn't feeling very good um but yeah you're feeling better today i feel better yeah i was just super like wasn't like because they said the second shot, you're supposed to get like more symptoms than the first one. Because it's, I think, like a they call it a booster shot. So it's like has more of it in there. Yeah. Um. But um, I just felt like really tired and just like no energy. So I just kind of like slept all day. Um. I took God, a day I... off work and that's all I did, dude. <laughs> honestly. So. Damn. Damn. Yeah. That's uh. That's intense, dude. Yeah. But you know what? Uh. Yeah. Glad that's done and um. And then I'll be heading back up to the bay for this little gig I'm doing. And, you know, I, I wish I could see you like, you know, I guess the invitations open Thursday tomorrow. If you want to drop by, I don't know what time we're leaving to go. Oh, you're coming up. You're coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow we're rehearsing at the, at my, my family's house uh, at, in the garage. So I don't know how long we're going to be there. Cause I, I think we have to check into the, the place where, staying at in, in San Jose, but um I think we're supposed to be in town by like two. So I don't know. My dad's been like, hey, you guys could rehearse and then maybe the maybe like Joey can, you know, blind issues guys, you guys could like play for a little bit. So And if Andrew's in, I, I'm in. I, I do work till six. So I don't know. Yeah. I think I that might be, be able to be there till like seven. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's gonna happen tomorrow because yeah, we're I don't even know what the schedule like scheduling are you here through the weekend yes but i'll be in san jose most of the weekend Mm. um and then i think we're heading back up monday um but since we're already in san jose we might just like trek from there back to la or whatever but um yeah man it's my first like i mean i've played at this church uh uh this church for like i don't know last two months like in the park like once a month but this is kind of like my first gig back like legit right gig just like playing and you know um performing and stuff so um uh, it's exciting a little nervous um uh, it's it's for the school <laughs> so it's gonna be so you gotta watch your your fucks and your shits and yes <laughs> fortunately yeah but um it's exciting just to like play and you know set up equipment and all that kind of stuff so yeah man i'm excited i'm excited for when we finally get to play a show again that too and we have like you know we have some like new music on the horizon too like you know what i mean i'm, I'm I can't excited remember if i showed you guys some new tunes or not the other night i feel like i did but i can't really remember i know you i know we pl- i think you played uh circus witch which is a song we're, yeah we're, we're gonna release soon um yeah i think we played circus witch and then there was like another song i think you played there's a couple others that i've been meaning to show you guys i just can't remember if i there's sometimes and then anywhere with you is is another one working title 
working title. I remember we played Ever the Afterthought, which... Uh, did we? Yes. We did. We did. That's a which, fun one. Uh, for anyone watching or listening, um, yeah, Joey and I, we have our, 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 our duo group, The Sex Effects, and that was a song, kind of like one of the... I, 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 we have an acoustic version, I think, of the song. We, we've been wanting to make it like a full band version. It would, I think it would work really well as a full band song. Yeah. So Which, I, that was kind of always the genesis of the sex effects was to kind of just write songs that would later then be, yeah, you be know, a we part would, of... We would play as a full band, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, But then we, we got into more acoustic stuff, and, you know, it does not all of it translates or would translate, but um, I'm excited for the ones that would. I want to I want to say this here and now. I know I want I definitely we we should definitely release some music as blind issues this year. Mm-hmm. But hey, I think we should do like another another sex effects EP or at yeah. least a single of some sort. I'm and into it. I know the last shadow pups puppets has like kind of it it kind of birthed that like that uh, mm-hmm. that idea and that group that duo group and. I don't know. I've been wanting to still kind of take that approach to the sex effect songs as far as like, you know, having like kind of orchestral. I would love that. Arrangements. I would in there. love that. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah. I, yeah, I've been messing around with more um, like orchestral stuff lately, um, which has been super oh cool. Goodness. Dude. Yeah. So, and in fact, maybe a good tester would be to like take one of the songs that we've already done and that's acoustic and and add those elements in there so i don't know I'm th- i don't know what song it would be i wonder what uh maybe one to two actually i think that would be that would be yeah that's a great idea dude because actually funny enough that song the demo or the the recording that we had of it had like strings in it didn't it or it part partially had strings. um it had viola because viola. of that connor who lived Dude. in the dorm um and he was like i play viola you want to throw some viola on this really like, yeah oh, so instead man. of a guitar solo we have a viola solo on that dude indulge me on that i will i, I kind of want to put All that right. together Hell and yeah, i know I'm we've been wa- i know we've been wanting to do a uh like a full band version of, and a faster version of that song but i still really like it like that kind of yeah. Acoustic, uh, almost you know, kind of down tempoed uh, version of the song. So yeah. I don't know. We we got a lot of ideas happening this, right this now. This is exciting. <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are a buzzing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now where are we are. Now where are we? Um. I can't. I can't. I'm honestly. I, I can't I, think of any other like stuff that's happening. I, I honestly, I'm just looking forward to uh, the Mortal Kombat movie that's coming out this weekend. Is that trailers is that coming out already? It's coming out, I think, on Friday, dude. It's the 16th no of, of April. Which wow. I, I'm gonna take the same approach as I took uh, Kong versus Godzilla when I watched it. Um, you watched that? I did, and you know what? Fuck it. I'm not why judging. not? I'm just it's on HBO Max. It's free for me to technically watch. Right. And I'm going to take the same approach I did with it is I'm not expecting like a great movie, but I'm expecting at least an entertaining good time. And the trailer's badass. The trailer's, Tra- the trailer's badass, everything right? I would want from a Mortal Kombat movie. That's awesome. Yeah. But do I really want a Mortal Kombat movie? That's the other question. Yeah. Do I need I, it's, it? it's probably going to be the same. I don't need any stick. of this shit, actually. Yeah. 
I just want to see some some fatalities. Yeah. <laughs> fatalities. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't mind. I would. I love Sub Zero. So yeah. badass. Sub Zero, that... dude. And you know yeah, what's I mean, weird? It might subliminally make me want to pick up like a Mortal Kombat game again. I haven't played any of the latest versions. I think, but um... I always want to go back to the to the two D to the Sega Genesis dude, and the Super Nintendo. Man. Yeah. Genesis preferably because they had blood and the Super Nintendo did not. Yeah, I, oh man. I wonder if they have that anywhere. There we go. Can we can we get that anywhere? Fam, I got my Genesis in a cabinet. Yeah. See, Joey Joey's set, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So that, that's kind of like I mean, I'm gonna be gone all weekend, so I'm probably not gonna watch it until like next week, but um I am pretty excited for for that movie, just because it's something I look forward to, I guess. Totally. Um, Especially Why not? This, this year. Um, but yeah. I had no idea it was it was out already. That's wild. Yes, sir. I'm so out of the loop. Um, no, it's good, man. That's kind of like yeah. I mean, that's been just like this whole year, man, of just like and then, you know, HBO Max and you know, it's like, oh yeah, this movie's coming out now. Like, all right. <laughs> like, but I, I don't even know if they're putting it You're in crazy. theaters now, because I know Kong versus Godzilla they put out, I think, in they as did. a theater run, right? I'm sure I think it's a simultaneous release. What, okay, so they, they release it on HBO Max and then they uh, yeah. release it in theaters. Got you. Yeah. I don't man. So I don't I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm I don't know. I'm I'm vaccinated now, so I feel like I can go to movie theater, but I'm still not like comfortable going to movie theater just yet. <laughs> so Cause I mean the vaccination doesn't it it fortifies you, but it doesn't you could still get it, right? You could still get it and either either get it or pass it to someone. I think. Mm, see, that's um, that's that's not good. That's the tricky part. So um, yeah, but I have changed my dating app status now. <laughs> so I'm like, because I started no- I started noticing all the all the ladies were like fully vaccinated, and I'm like, oh wow, that's going to be kind of like a thing for like a little bit. It's absolutely going to. I right. hadn't even thought about that. We're we're gonna have to talk offline after the sh- after the program. I want. I want to know all about your dating profile and. Oh, it's 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 okay. I want to give you I, tips and tricks. Honestly, I just kind of went got back on it. I didn't really. Good. I didn't really. Good. Uh, I wasn't as active on it, but yeah, I'm I'm still on uh, Bumble and uh, Hinge so far. Do you hear that, female imaginary audience? Oh yeah. Look for Sean on <laughs> Bumble and Hinge. Are you on Tinder at all? No, not yet. I haven't explored any of the other ones yet. Um, I know tinder if if you're into freaky freaky shit okay <laughs> freaky shit there's field field like f-e-i-e no, no f-e-e-l-d oh weird oh field oh like you're playing the field oh okay okay yeah yeah don't use your real name on that one yeah um that's that's one of those yeah. okay <laughs> grinder um grinder yeah yeah i i might try I might try Tinder. I don't know which one. I Why mean, not? Which, which one do you prefer? Like out of out of all those those ones you mentioned so far. Uh, I okay. I think you know. <laughs> it's funny because I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to say. It. I'm going to say. It. Me and Elise we met through through Tinder. Um, but before that, I didn't have any luck on Tinder. Bumble, I like because. Um, the female has to initiate the conversation. So it kind of takes away that piece of like, am I being a gross dude hitting up 
someone you know what i mean like it's yeah. like okay if they want to talk to you they're going to initiate the conversation so mm-hmm. that's i like that hinge i i i think the design is the nicest um and you know it gives you prompts it gives you questions it gives you kind of some some data up top smoker no smoker kids want kids no kids blah blah blah, blah all that kind of stuff um that one only gives you like 15 swipes though i think a day Oh, and for me, it. it was just, it was, it was kind of like any other social media where I was just wasting time and just swipe, 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 and then you're done for the day. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I did spend money on Hinge. Yeah. But only once or twice, you know what I mean? Just like, yeah. you know, whatever. It's just more than anything it, for me, it was, you know, um, if I match with someone, it was just so, even if we never had a date, it was just someone to talk to. It was just, you know, some texting back and forth, whatever, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, and that's all that I kind of needed at the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then, oh, you want to go on a date? All right. That was a lot of effort. Shit. Um, but I, you know, I, I can't recommend it enough just because you, what did we do before this? Cause you, I mean, I don't think you and I like dated we never dated each other, sadly. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like, we found girls and that was kind of, then we were in a thing. And I think there is something to be said about dating and going on many dates and meeting a bunch of people and seeing, okay, you're a nice person. You find out what your parameters are and... Yeah. And I actually ultimately process but i don't know how we would have done it before i really don't yeah um yeah. i mean yeah it's 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 always been you know especially for us it's, you know we've been in like in school or yeah like college you know like being around kind of those social circles you know what i mean it's like yeah it, the but pool... if you're not going to parties every other night and do you know like yeah yeah where, where are you gonna how are you gonna yeah and it's, uh, I don't know, like, I feel, you know, it's definitely a different thing, you know, especially, yeah, like, dating apps are, are still kind of new to me, um, so that's kind of, like, you know, that little hump to get over, but I don't know, you know, it's it's cool, I'm gonna, I feel like I'm in a good place now, you know, as far as just, like, I'm kind of ready to do that, or at oh, least, yeah. um, you know, I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm just, you know, just curious, so we'll see. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll That's see. awesome. Um, you definitely need that. I hope your profile picture is that self-portrait that you have and that nice button down. You're like, I took this, my, you know. Oh, I that's got a, That's a sexy picture. That's I a good picture. Although yeah, I, I need to update on some photos, man. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Let me take yeah. some nudes w- with my wide lens and, oh. uh, and we'll get it going. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All I'll right. Have to, uh, take you <laughs> up on that, Joey. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. Uh, Jonathan. Yes, yes. Would you like to move into the list portion of our program? Yeah, let's do it, dude. We got some interesting right lists today. I think um, we do. I am very curious to see what is. Oh man, we got some interesting stuff. Do you want to go first, man, or? I'm happy to go first. Would you like to go first? You go first, Joey. I'm gonna go first. So, um, April brings with it Easter. With Easter, I make a point of watching uh, Jesus movies. I grew up Catholic. I'm not, I don't associate with Catholicism anymore. Sorry, mom. 
um, um, I don't, I wouldn't think of that I'm anything. And it's not that I don't necessarily, I submit that I don't know. And that's where I leave it. You know what I mean? I'm never going to tell anyone if to me, choosing a side is me saying that other person, what they believe in is wrong. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm just, I submit that I don't know. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. I, I don't know. But around this time, I do get kind of back in touch with my, uh, with my Catholic roots a little bit. And um, so I rewatched what I always watched around Easter, The Last Temptation of Christ, starring Willem Dafoe, directed by Martin Scorsese. Um, uh, Harvey Keitel's Judas, incredible, incredible stuff. Anyway. And I've kind of wandered down this rabbit hole of like, all right, now I'm watching YouTube videos. What, you know, give me, I want to learn more about the historical Jesus and, you know, this kind of stuff. Anyway, it brings me all around to Jonathan. There are so many religious movies. I think we grew up with a lot of religious movies. What are your top five religious movies? Mine is going to be very loose because I, there was a few, there's a few movies in there that um, are, are, are surrounding kind of like Catholicism. Honey, you're you're oh. you're kind of fuzzy. Oh. I don't think it's... it's. Is that better? Oh no. That's that's better. Oh. Yo 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 yo. Yo yo yo. Oh no. Hello hello. Oh yes. Better yes, baby. better. Fantastic. Sorry. You're good. Oh no. Um, yeah. So, hmm. so I have for my number five. Uh, I've got Passion of the Christ. Ooh. Um, did you see this in the theater? I feel like I did. Yes. I would that was say a wild yes. experience. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Oh, that's not good. Oh my god. Joey, give me like a second. I think I just need to switch out this cable real quick. All right. Are they going to still be able to hear me? Should I talk to the to the yeah, kids yeah. for a moment? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm just going to turn this off. So, so I'm going to try to entertain and keep keep the show going. Um, sometimes I'm tasked with this. It always seems like I'm the only one ever tasked with this, but I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. I'm making an observation. Um, I'm drinking. Uh, a high noon. I don't know if it's still good. My brother and his lovely girlfriend brought these over on uh, New Year's Eve. I haven't touched them, but it's kind of all I've got at the moment. I don't feel like diving into a quarter's light. So I'm diving into a high noon because they were such a hit at my birthday. And um, it's good, but I don't know if it's still drink, if it's okay to drink. But I'm, I'm, I live life on the edge. I am dangerous, you see. So there we go. Also, quick note about the awesome Lego Batmobile. It comes with a stand. You put it on the stand, you can spin it around. It's really cool. It also comes with these figures. Uh, that's, that's Vicky Vale, Kim Bassinger, uh, Michael Keaton, Batman, and Jack Nicholson, <laughs> Joker. And you know what's this is... If you ever seen like behind the scenes photos of uh, Batman 89 or even Batman Returns, 
the cow doesn't have the symbol attached sometimes. So it's just this black blank space. And then they, oh, the cow or the, the bat okay. symbol is this that they put on. So if you look closely, the figure has that little blank space where the symbol goes. Oh, and then when you put on the cow, what? like that's attention to detail. That is very, yeah, that is very detailed right there, man. Yes. That's I'm awesome. a fan and I'm being serviced right there. That is freaking awesome, dude. Yes. Uh, sorry for that. I'm glad technical. you're back. I'm glad yeah, you're back. I'm sorry for that. I, uh, okay. I think we're, I was having a good, I was having a good moment with the imaginary <laughs> audience. So. Yeah. It's just this cable. I think this went a little, a little bent a little bit. Um, that's, a, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Passion of the Christ. I, I believe Passion I, of the Christ. I believe I saw it in theaters and uh, man, that was a very intense look at, uh, you know, Jesus crucifixion and um, man, I, I mean, not to go into too much detail, but yeah, just the scene where, uh, you know, Jesus is being uh, whipped across the back. and That's man, the whole movie. That's that, not a scene. That is all the scenes. Quite, yeah, quite a bit of the movie there. And it's very, uh, very uh, graphic and, and gruesome looking. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I'm trying to remember how I felt when I like, left the theater or like finished the movie it just uh it was definitely a lot more graphic than you know you know especially when we're in school and like you know how they were kind of showing us um you know about uh, jesus's crucifixion and and just the story behind that so yeah it, i appreciate the graphic nature of it because that's probably as close to what it was like as we've ever seen i mean yeah that life was yeah. brutal that torture I, was brutal yeah and, it, um, and it's uh you know, it's, it's, uh, as far as filmmaking and, um, you know, uh, Mel Gibson directed it. Right. So the, just, yeah. just being able to, sh to showcase that side of it, you know, it is pretty, you know, I think that was, I think a little bit of, a, um, uh, what do you call it? Not fight back. Um, criticism, uh, backlash, 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 because Big of time the backlash. nature of it. Um, but, maybe but it's like, was... what did you think Roman torture was like? Did you think it was like pushing him to the ground and be like, all right, let me help you back up? Yeah. No. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it you, was you definitely. See hooks going to skin and just rip flesh off. I mean, that, and, and. It, yeah. It, it yeah. really, yeah, kind of, it definitely, um, weirdly, I mean, I wouldn't say weirdly enough, but like, yeah, it, it put you in that that kind of the shoes of, of Jesus Christ and um, and just kind of what would, was going on during that time. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely graphic. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, it's definitely a movie that, um, yeah, was very polarizing at that moment, you know, because I don't yeah. know if a lot of people were ready to see it. And it came out, it came out on Ash Wednesday. Um, I remember oh, yeah, huh. we went to see it. Me and my mom went with uh, Judy Menina and, her kids and the theater was silent i think there was one asshole eating popcorn but um no one no one had food no one had drinks it was like you were in church it, that's and at that that's what 2003 yeah i i was i was into it you know what i mean i was an altar server i like i i was and i was like that was that was a moving experience for me but it uh yeah, it was intense. It's, it's it's not an easy movie, <laughs> it's not an and easy there's some really bad CGI in that movie. 
Um, that's what turned me off. I was yeah. like, you're going to, you're going to be so authentic to have them speak Aramaic and to, um, you know, kind of show how brutal this is. And then you're going to have a bad CGI single raindrop as like God's tear down to earth is like, it's just, come on, just, you know, yeah, <laughs> there's my rant again. There's my my episodic rant against uh, CGI. We've lost two viewers during that. So no. sorry. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, it, it definitely was polarizing for its time, and yeah, I think uh, you know it it definitely held some very deep graphic images uh, that I can remember. Uh, yeah, so Passion of the Christ for number five. Uh, so some of these are gonna be kind of loosely religious but they have religious themes in them i would say i like it i like it uh i've got uh number four i actually watched this uh with my dad recently um the da vinci code which is Ooh, i see you it travels you like the da vinci code i you know what i watched it with my dad and i was i was stuck i was glued to the tv man i was like that's fair um and i was trying to remember like how it how it uh kind of wrapped up and i was like oh you know what was the story again like oh, of course you know i remember reading the book like a while back and then yeah um yeah it was it was very interesting to like watch the movie and then it's like you know i you know i finished watching like wandavision and freaking paul bettany's in the movie playing that that's right he's the guest and he yeah. whips himself and shit yeah, yeah. wow yeah so, uh, i read that in high school Oh, really? <laughs> uh, and then I couldn't get past Tom Cruise's or uh, Tom Hanks's hair. I couldn't get past the weird yeah, thing. It was. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. Although it was like it was cool because it's like it took place in like Europe and stuff, and you know they're going like the Louvre and all that shit. So <laughs> I'll have to give that a rewatch. I'll have to. I'll have to revisit that. Yeah, and then spoiler, it you know it's kind of about if there was pretty much the a descendant to uh, Jesus Christ pretty much right right um, in the movie. like if he had brothers and sisters right yeah yeah which yeah, yeah, which yeah. does you know obviously the traditional uh thought of jesus um you know having uh offspring and stuff like that of course you know he did not have relations that's he did not have relations um yes so it is a little bit you know on the other side of of the religion part but um i just thought it was a very interesting story and, and it, it's uh you know, just like, I guess, uh, um, what should we call it? I guess like, uh, keeping or, um, what's the word? Preserving the family, like the line and the lineage. And I thought that was very fascinating for like, you know, like the society of like people who've, ha who've kept the secret for like so many years. And, uh, and, um, and then also like the, I think it has something to do with Mary Madeline as well. And like her, where she's buried or like her, no, where her, it was something with like the lineage of Mary Magdalene as well. And like her, okay. where her body was like, um, buried in secret and all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was secret societies, like all this kind of stuff. It was, you know, a very interesting combination of those kind of things. Um, and it had like a, a pinch of religion in there, I guess. So. <laughs> well it's all based on you know you you need to have some religious uh knowledge yeah and i yeah. think the story of jesus and the virgin birth and all of that stuff is common knowledge at this point i think 98 percent of the population could probably give you the gist of it you know what yeah. I mean? could give yeah. you the gist of who jesus is and all that so uh yeah the da vinci code for number like four that. all right you've swayed me <laughs> um this one, I 
because I was looking at a, I was looking at a list of like, okay, these would be considered religious movies, and this might be the one that's the finest line between like, okay, I think this is like, I think it's oh, how you it's how you interpret it. I think. Um, so I actually have the Green Mile on here as number three, and interesting. Yeah, and I would I went down this rabbit hole of reading about uh, how the um, the character um, who you know kind of performs miracles um, in 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 the prison um, is is kind of a might be a Jesus and re, uh, reincarnated. I would say. Okay. Um, it's very. De- I know that's kind of a very deep, uh, and you know, it's it's like kind of hypothetical thing, but that's you know that's. I read some stuff on it and it made me think like, Oh gosh, like, yeah, maybe like he could be that kind of person or, you know, this person, you know, where did he get these, you know, what was the, where did he get these gifts from? And like, you know, it's like unexplained too. So I I don't know. I like that take. And I like the fact that you have two Tom Hanks movies right in a row. Oh yeah. I didn't even realize that. (laughs) Yeah. And I I love the Yeah. I love the green mile. It, it, it was shrouded in, it's a really good movie. It's a nice little, you know, kind of, yeah, very like mysterious. And, and, you know, we have, you know, kind of this character that, you know, heals and, and does certain things that, uh, in front of Tom Hanks's eyes in the movie is just, you know, it, it changes some of the characters in the movie and, and their kind of beliefs on things. And, um, I just thought that was very interesting. And, you know, maybe because I read something on it that it tied it to kind of like, oh, maybe it might be some sort of uh, reincarnation or like some, you know, religious, it might have some uh, underlying religious themes in there that could be related to that character. So that's a stretch, I know, but I really enjoyed that movie. <laughs> I not, not so much when you kind of break it down like that and think about it in that way. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. That's really cool. Man, I want to watch it. Yeah, I kind of watch that movie now too. <laughs> So the Green Mile for number three. Um, I've got <laughs> uh, number two. I actually mentioned this movie. Uh, what I think it was one of our previous lists. It was. Oh, I'm trying to remember which one it was. But um, I have the Life of Brian on here. Yes. Which is it's historical epics. It's a historical epic. Um, it is kind of an anti. I wouldn't say anti Jesus movie because. They they mistake they think Brian is the uh, the savior in the movie <laughs> so but it has a lot of the same kind of themes of Jesus Christ and and um, you know kind of the the pathway of Jesus Christ obviously it's it's a Monty Python production so it's you know it has all this humor and, and all this kind of stuff it it uh, plays a little lightly on those kind of themes which is you know at the time and I think some people might still think this way it, it is kind of you know uh controversial and you know you know it's kind of not as religious as people would think it is but i i don't know it does it still does capture you know if you if you think brian is as jesus you know kind of captures some of those moments and and you know kind of the the stages of his life um in a way um but i still love like the monty python you know movies and stuff like that so uh, that's yeah. number two. I like it. And then number one, which I would say I recently saw, but it, it's been a few, it, it, like maybe a few years ago I saw this, um, is The Book of Eli. Um, Ooh. Yeah. I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I kind of don't want to say anything about it then, because like... 
are shit. Yeah. That good, huh? If well, it's the. I mean, if you, I guess, if you read the description, it might say it. But uh, I mean, you got. Um, oh man, it's like I don't know. I'm trying to remember when they reveal that in the movie because. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. I almost don't want to say it because I it does kind of because it's it's Denzel wandering kind of a post apocalyptic wasteland, yeah, right? Is that the gist of it? That's the gist of it, and I'll just say he's protecting something um, throughout the movie. Mm, so okay, uh, and this came out what twenty thirteen some somewhere uh, something like I that. I have it written two thousand ten actually. It's I really? did not realize it was that old um, until I I wow. looked it up and yeah. So, wow. um, okay. Yeah, Book Eli, uh, Denzel, of course, killing it always. Denzel in always. Every, every movie he's in. Um, yeah, I think you'll like it. It's definitely, you know, it's got some of the tropes of like the post apocalyptic, you know, it was like cannibals and shit like that. So, but, uh, Hell yeah. you know, it, it's an interesting, uh, the way they kind of like have this character and just how they're able to kind of spin the story of, of this person protecting this thing. And, um, you know, you kind of see why, especially in a world where there's, we maybe no society or no, you know, how, how maybe important that might be. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. That's, and that's my that five. Sounds good. That sounds very good. I'm going to check that. I like yeah. your top five, Shawnee. Mine are much more like orthodoxy and boring. No, it's cool, um, man. I, I, I haven't, I, the, I guess the, Honorable mention, I've, I have seen, like, the Ten Commandments um, movie with uh, yeah. Charlton Heston. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, it's, it's been a while since I've seen it, but, I mean, that's kind of like. It's it, very of its time. Yeah. and it, But, you know, of course, like, kind of traditional, like, movies about, you know, these characters, like, you know, from, you know, these religions and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah. 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 Right on. I like it. Um, all right. You kind of, I'm going to quickly go through honorable mentions and then. Okay. If that's all right, because I thought we'd have some crossovers, so I wrote down quite a few. Oh. Um, so there's Keeping the Faith, uh, Edward Norton's directorial debut. He plays a priest, Ben Stiller plays a rabbi, and they both fall in love with the same girl. I have not seen this movie. It's cute. I like Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's not good, but it's, it's watchable. Keeping you know what the I mean? Faith. Okay. Keeping the Faith, yeah. Um, weird movie for you would not associate Edward Norton with one a religious movie to a romantic comedy. Um, <laughs> so, Prince of Egypt, uh, oh, Val yeah. Kilmer, I believe, plays Moses. Um, animated, it's very you know I, I remember seeing that in the theater and it being like, yeah, um, dude, when yeah. they part the Red Sea is mm, money. Mm-hmm. Um, you said the Passion. I'm gonna say Mother. Um, that, that is one you Darren Aronofsky's haven't seen it yet dude so i mean it you can interpret it as many things the first time i watched it i was like oh this is a comment about artists and how artists ultimately are kind of selfish people mm-hmm. um that was my takeaway and then i was reading a review and they're like no it's it's genesis it's it's the bible it's the old testament and then you read it and you're or you watch it again with that and you're like whoa uh, uh okay you know, um, I love, I love mother. It, it's very minimalist, you know, it's very surreal. Um, so you really kind of take away what 
what you are coming in with your emotional baggage or whatever you know what i mean you're gonna that's see pre- something different that's pretty cool man I, I like movies like that. yeah that you can yeah you can see it at different angles and take away yeah something different yeah. from it because otherwise it's kind of oblique but you know it's good it's good um and then my last um honorable mention is scorsese's silence uh with liam neeson andrew garfield and adam driver that's right um Man, all these movies. I gotta check these movies out, man. Yeah. You need to be in the mood for silence. It's two and a half hours long in feudal 17th century Japan, and there's no uh there's no score. It's all interesting. It's all the sounds of nature and you know, birds chirping and you know that kind of there's Ooh, nothing cool. else. Well, sound so it's, it's a it's a very meditative experience. It's okay. very good. Um down to my top five. At number five. I'm going to go with The Passion of Joan of Arc from 1928. Shout out to my buddy Roland oh, okay. uh, for turning me on to this movie. It's uh, it's a Criterion release. I do have the Criterion disc in my collection. Um, but yeah, this movie is, it's a silent film and it's about the trial of Joan of Arc and it's all almost entirely done in close-up. Oh, and okay the 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 actress they have playing Joan of Arc is so expressive I'm almost crying talking about it thinking of her performance you know she's got these eyes and the, she does so much with her face everyone does so much with their face mm-hmm. that it looks like do I want to say Rembrandt you know it looks like a painting the whole movie you know oh, is just incredible portraits of these of these figures and I think because it's in black and white because it's silent um you almost feel like you're watching the real Joan of Arc. You know what I mean? You're not watching some actress play her. You're watching yeah, yeah. a historical document Damn, or piece okay. or something. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's really great. Um, Passion Joan of Arc for, your, for all you uh, film nerds out there. For all the anti-film nerds, number four, I've got Dogma. Kevin Smith's oh, uh, yeah. Dogma. <laughs> dogma. Um, I wouldn't say that I really particularly l- it's not my favorite of his and it's not even near the top, but I love the message mm-hmm. that, it, you know, it's kind of better to just have an idea because you can't change faith. People die over faith, but you can, you can have a conversation and you can change an idea. You know what I mean? You can find a middle ground with an idea. You can't do that with dogma. Right. So um, it's a weird religious movie filled with poop and sex jokes and, you know, Great cameos, whatever. Wonderful cameos. Yeah. George Carlin as Cardinal Glick, Chris Rock as Rufus the Apostle, Thirteenth Apostle, Sama Hayek, uh, and then of course Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. It's a, it's a lot of. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I haven't watched it in a long time. It's a very hard movie to uh, get a hold of. The I have my DVD copy, but um, the Blu-ray goes for a lot of money because I think it's like the only one of his movies still owned by the Weinstein's. So it's very hard to get. Um. But yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, okay. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Number three, 1970 something, Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, a six hour. That, yeah. I was about to say the, the yeah. <laughs> Robert Powell, Jesus. Um, this is, you know, when you think of the Bible, when you think of the story, like the complete true to faith story, this is it. You know what I mean? This is what I envisioned as a kid and what I believe, you know, happened. It's, it's a very, I don't 
not I, it's not storybook but it's it's just kind of perfect in that it captures kind of the image they they tried to go for the old paintings of you know it's a a white jesus um but you know what i mean like it, it's the imagery that that unfortunately we grew up with and everything but uh, it's done so beautifully and and uh with so much respect mm -hmm. uh you know it almost feels like the godfather of jesus movies um in the acting and in the the, the way it's shot and I don't know, just the general tone, you know, there's a somberness to it. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's beautiful, really. It's a beautiful piece of work. Um, a not beautiful piece um, You cut out for a little bit, Joey. Can you, can you repeat that one more did time? Did I cut out? All right. Yeah. I can repeat that. Number four. It's going to get me into trouble, but it's uh, Larry Charles's Bill Maher's Religious. And it's a documentary. Oh, Bill Maher goes yeah. around the world uh, exploring different religions, talking to, you know, the highest members in these uh, religions. And he's being a dick, you know, but he, some of his stuff is very cutting and it's very real. And sometimes they don't, they can't respond or they don't have the answers, you know, mm -hmm. or he challenges people that have never once challenged their own kind of faith um you know i for for me it's like I, a movie is not going to change your your if you have real faith a movie or seeing a movie is not going to change that so why not ask questions why not invite that kind of thing so you can work out in your head okay yeah of course because this this and this um so i really love that aspect of religious it really is it's it makes you think not just about christianity but about all religions and and the way the way it plays in the world and in politics and, and all, you know, it's, it looks at it from a very real world kind of cut and dry yeah. perspective, um, which I really, I really appreciate. I like Bill Maher too. <laughs> I do too. I like that he pisses off everyone. Yeah, I like that yeah. conservatives hate him and liberals hate him. I'm like, all right. All right, man. <laughs> I hate you some of the time and I hate you some of the yeah. other time, but I also <laughs> like you part of the time. Um, number one, could it be anything else? Scorsese's The Last Temptation of Christ. Um, this is such... <laughs> How do I explain? So, you know, growing up, we knew the story, the canon, mm -hmm. right? Like what you're supposed to learn, supposed to learn about Christianity. We had the, we had canon. This movie... I think you can really only appreciate it if you know that canon, right? Yeah, okay. Um, because it it goes it it goes the same path, and then it'll take a left turn, and you're like, what? 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 Jesus, like a tiger come or a lion comes to Jesus in the desert, and then he picks up an axe, and he's like, we will fight them with this, and then, like it's why there's wild stuff in this movie. Um. And then near the, you know, at the crucifixion, it takes a wildly left turn. Can I go into spoilers? It's from 1988. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's um, he faces his last temptation. He, the, the whole portrait of Jesus, what's so interesting about Jesus in this movie is he has the same guilt that I think most Catholics grow up with and have. Um, and he's portrayed as this person who, you know, he hears the voices of God and he wants to reject it. And so he, he is a carpenter. He makes crosses for the Romans so that God will forsake him and, you know, say, never mind, I don't want you anyway. 
Um, and then once he finally kind of gives in, he's still, he's not always sure of himself and he's still scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's very scared going up on the cross. He does not want to do it. Um, where I think kind of the classical depiction of Jesus is like, yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> but of course, you know what I mean? Where this Jesus is like, please don't make me do this. You know what I mean? Please. Um, so he's on the cross and the angel comes to him and says, you know, uh, remember when God called to Abraham and said, you know, he told him to kill Isaac and then at the last moment told him not to do it. She's like, you've proven your worth. You've suffered. God loves you. He's pleased with you. Come down off the cross. And he's like, I'm not the Messiah. No, you're not the Messiah. And they're walking and they see a wedding procession. He's like, what is this? And she goes, a wedding. And for who? She goes, you. And um, he gets, this is where it gets very, people get up in arms about this shit. Um, He marries Mary Magdalene. They have children or she's pregnant. She, and then it looks like the angel maybe kills her. Um, She dies and Jesus is distraught. And the angel says one of the most misogynistic lines I've ever heard in a movie. Um, there's only one woman on this, you know, in this world, one woman with many faces. So Jesus goes and marries not one, but two sisters and they have a bunch of kids. So this is a very, very unorthodoxy, sacrilegious view of Jesus, but wait. Um, so then they're walking and they see Paul, St. Paul, is that it? Um, Saul, Saul. Saul who was, I forget his name before he became Saul, but basically he was a guy going around killing Christians. And then uh, he was like, and then one day God told me, you know, how dare you, blah, blah, blah. He's like, and then it was Jesus. And he's preaching about Jesus and how Jesus died for our sins on the cross, blah, blah, blah. And Willem Dafoe walks by. He's like, what are you telling these people? I'm him. You know, I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. Don't tell these lies about me. And he's like, and then he gives you this very interesting take on religion, which is like, I don't care if you are him. You know, the people need to hear this story. So I'm going to give them this story. Even though he's feeding them lies, it's helping them. You know, so there's that kind of angle too. Like, is he controlling these people? You know, is it through just a story, blah, blah, blah. It, intro- it asks questions and I appreciate that. Jesus grows old. He's on his deathbed. And the apostles come to see him and they're like, yo, Judas is still pissed at you. Because in this version, Judas is, Judas is the guy. You know, where I think most depictions, it's either Mary Magdalene or it's Peter. And this one is Judas. And basically, he's Jesus' best friend. He cuts through all the bullshit. And Jesus is like, you have to turn me over because you're the strongest. Um, so it's not that he betrayed Jesus. It's that Jesus was like, you need to betray me for yeah. this to happen. Yeah. So Interesting. Judas okay. is, is pissed. He's like, I upheld my end of the bargain. You didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, but the angel told me I didn't have to die. He's like, it's Satan, you idiot. And it's, and then the angel bursts into flame and she's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> got you. And uh, Jesus crawls out of bed and he crawls back up and he's like, I want to be the Messiah. I'm so sorry. Ask, you know, ask for forgiveness and boom, he's back on the cross. And he, what? yeah, and he's like, it's accomplished. And he, and he dies. And that's where the movie ends. Uh, kind of beautifully, the, the film cuts out too mm-hmm. so it, it fades to white and then goes all these crazy colors because the film got exposed or, or something happened to it um so just by chance but anyway so it, it ultimately does come back around that jesus is he is in line with 
uh, canonical Jesus, if you want to call him that, but like he has to, he faces this last temptation and it's kind of like a dream sequence more than anything else. But uh, so I don't think there's really that much, there shouldn't be that much controversy around it. I understand why, but I think what it's trying to say is really kind of beautiful. And it, it gives us the only human depiction of Jesus where the others are, make him a God. Um, you know, so this, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that, dude. I like that take yeah. on it. Um, I like it too. Yeah. That's, I have not seen that one in its entirety. That movie. It's um, a tough one. I remember Peter you Gabriel showed did the music. I remember you've shown me some scenes from it and you know, it's definitely for William Defoe. You know, it's probably one of his highlighted movies. I would say, um, but yeah, I would definitely love to check it out. And and now with that, like what how you've kind of described it and and talked about, you know, I think that's an interesting way to look at it. And like you know, if I watch it, I'll definitely go into it like that. You know, with that with those eyes. I apologize for for totally. Sp- you can spoil the shit out of. Uh, oh no, no, Eli, for me. I'm so no, sorry. But uh, yeah, because th- I went into it with. I remember in in religion, Mr. Bear told us the whole thing, and so I came into it with that that knowledge, which I think helps. But it's it's still a wild ride. I showed it to Alicia, uh, I think on Easter, <laughs> and we're just like, this is. And because I, whenever I watch it, I kind of have it on the background. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to sit and concentrate, but I'm one. It's the first time I've really watched it with somebody and we're uh, like, we're having a good time with it. Like it's a good, it's, it's a fun time weirdly to say, but yeah. Where? Well, score anyway. Scorsese too, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like, right. I like that dude. It, I love how we had different movies. They, they, some of them kind of, uh, you know, were based around religion. Some of them kind of had like interpretations of religion uh, you know, some of them kind of remind us of, you know, when we were in school and, you know, going to Catholic school and stuff like that. So, you know, I think that it's interesting there. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like any other, you know, even recently, I, don't, I haven't really watched anything that has that. Maybe it makes me now curious about mother because like mother's so good. Just fight. Just like saying you saying like, hey, you can take away what you, you, want to take away from it i think is it was very interesting for a movie to kind of give you that uh that option of like hey you can kind of interpret this how you want it to be so that one makes yeah. me really interested and i you've recommended it enough on you know to me so like i should eventually watch that movie i i know it's a it's a tough one it's a tough one to recommend like people have very strong feelings about this movie and people who like dan rodriguez i would think that this movie would be right up his alley he's like i hate mother so okay okay i i'll i'll take a yeah i'll 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 i think it's good for sure because uh yeah i i yeah i want to make my own kind of you know thoughts on it and see where where it takes me (laughs) hell yeah yeah good top five dude i like that thank you good top five to you sir do you have uh do you have a a list for me yeah uh this one is uh top five uh i mean it could go both ways i think on our our original i a list was uh room posters or posters that that were on the walls in your room when you were like growing up or um but yeah i i don't know i I guess that's the i love this yeah let's do that (laughs) so so what are your top five uh room posters 
All right, number five, I had a Joker poster as a kid that scared the shit out of me. Um, I was like too young to have this, but I want to say what I remember is the Brian Bolin image of him coming out of the vat of chemicals from the killing joke, you know, with his fingers in his hair and the, that's what I think it was. But my dad's like, no, I've shown him the image. He's like, no, that's not what it was. And one of their family friends gave it to me. I, I can't remember who, but that poster hung above my dresser and it scared the shit out of me. Uh, all right <laughs> i think they had to hide it in the in the closet a couple times yeah number four this isn't this isn't a poster so it's cheating a bit but uh, gatorade gave away these or not gave away you had to like send in for them and blah, blah, blah. but they were these big gold basketball cards of michael jordan um and so and we collected the whole set we got it went on for months you know and we got all like 12 of them or whatever it was and my, my folks brought us to Aaron Brothers and got it uh, all matted and framed. Yo, I think that's my brother cool. still has it. I think my brother still has it. Um, but yeah, it's actually very cool. And it would, you know, it hung on our wall. It was, yeah. Dude, pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah, uh, hopefully your brother kept those, man. Because I, I think he did. They're probably, yeah, gonna, they're probably worth something. I'm going to see if I can get a picture and then edit that into Ooh. the show here. Um. Number three, I got a pretty cool print of the Godfather, uh, that famous image of, you know, uh, Vito, Michael, Sonny, Fredo, all standing in their tuxes on the wedding day from the first movie. And it was framed. Uh, yeah. So that was oh, in my what? room first and I brought it to college. And I remember yeah. that poster. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a good one. It's perfect frat boy kind of yeah i was about to say it was know. perfect frat frat uh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> number two i had the army of darkness uh like one sheep blown up and that was above my dresser Ooh. for a long time Ooh. you know where the, i think it's a drew is it drew struzan i don't know if it's drew Struzan. it might be but you know where he's like standing on on the car his foot on the tire the uh the chainsaw in his chainsaw. hand and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and beth davids is uh like around his yeah his yeah. yeah very classic hero pose um great i love that that's such a good one sheet um number one could it be anything else it's uh cash it's san quentin flipping the bird um i believe Didi o'connor gave me that for my birthday one year <laughs> shout out to Didi. <laughs> shout out but it was a massive poster and it was just that's such a cool you know you can you can claim cash for country all you want that dude is rock and roll through and through hell yeah dude yeah hell yeah it's a very yeah very powerful image too when you like look at it you know just him flipping you off like <laughs> oh yeah in that in that that track suit kind of thing oh, yeah perfect. yeah <laughs> perfect yes Oh, it's funny you mentioned some of these posters because I remember a few of those. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. the uh, Army of Darkness. Uh, um, not Army, Army of Darkness. Evil Dead. Sorry, Evil Dead. Army of Darkness? You said Army, Army Darkness. of Darkness. Army of Darkness. And then... I the, wish I had the Evil Dead 2 poster. That's such a the black backdrop with the skull, with the eyes. Yeah, yeah. So sick. Um, yeah, man. I'm trying to remember. Didn't you also have... Um, an Austin Powers poster. I was trying to remember if I did. We watched uh, two and then one the other night. Uh, 
I was like, I, I had to blow up furniture. I, and I had like had... the the window stickers. Yeah, that was it. I think that's what I'm remembering is the okay. window stickers. I can't. I couldn't remember about a poster though, but I had the the uh, McFarlane action figures. I was really into fucking Austin Powers. Man, I did, that deserves a rewatch too. For I haven't seen that. I haven't seen. I think I saw Spy Who Shagged Me like last year, but Spy Who Shagged Me. I'll throw that on every couple months. It's yeah. so. It's a good. It's so good. It's, it's good a flip. masterpiece. It's a good flick, man, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, man. I'm trying to think of all the posters that were in my room. I I'm excited to hear your list. Them. Yeah, I can imagine a few of them. Um, this one, I think this one, I remember. Uh, I think we had this one in in college, but I I remember I had a Beatles like Hard Day's Night poster. Oh um, yeah. And I feel like we had I don't know if it was Beatles Hard Day's Night, but when we were in college, I think we had this big Did we have this big Beatles poster? I it was like legit. It was like a um not the average size poster. Do you remember that was one? It Abbey Road? It might have been Abbey Road where they're with all the record, you know, the recording gear and stuff or they had the headphones oh. on. Um no. But You'd I have I to me- show me an image. Yeah. I don't remember that. I, I feel like Was it Let It Be? It might have been either Let It Be or you might be right. The Abbey Road, like it. I remember they had like studio gear in it, but um, the one I remember I had was the Hard Days, mm. like the Hard Days Night cover. But um, that one in particular, though, from college, really sticks out to me. Um, which is that I think huh. it's that one. It's a huge poster, and I don't, I can't remember how he got it. It was, you know, it was either like Nick's, like you know Nick Reeves. I think it was either his like poster or like we got it like donated by someone or something like that so wow interesting i have no i can't i can't imagine i will see if i can find a photo of it and send it to you because um please uh, after the show because i can remember it's like the i think it's like the four of them i remember someone had headphones on so it must have been something with like abbey road studios or like you know them recording or something like that and it was a huge poster it was, I don't know, I can't remember the dimensions or what size, but it, it was like the size of a blanket. Like, it looked just huge. Are you sure it wasn't Let It Be? It might have been Let It Be, but I, I, I could have sworn they were, like, recording or something in it. But here, we got we got Joey in the chat here. Let's see. Let's see. It's not that, yeah. It's um, not that? Damn. Yeah, I'm trying to, uh, let's see, Beatles... Was it black and white? It was black and white. With like the with like the Beatles logo in white print near a corner. Oh, I'm trying to remember that. Uh, Beatles. Because like that's, uh, but I can't, I can't picture an image to say like. Where where was it in your apartment? It was like uh, so. It's our East Campus apartment, and it was, I guess, as you entered, it was like in the living room, for like a brief moment. And I'm trying to remember how we got that poster. I bet you it was Nick's poster, and we were trying to dress yeah. up the place a little bit. But I'll find I'll huh. find it later and see if I can, because it, maybe it might not be a something based off like any of the artwork from the um, from their you know from the their discography and the albums and stuff. So I'm just trying to remember where. Maybe it's Everett Studios, because it was. It's, I can remember this very distinctly. Man. Um, and once I find it, I will send it to you. 
Um, but yeah, that uh, it's a Beatles poster. It's pretty much like an early Beatles poster. Um, and then I had a, yeah, from when I was in, uh, in my room, not in college, but yeah, I remember it was the, um, uh, the, oh, was it the Abbey Road? No. What was I saying? The Abbey Road. Hey, it was Abbey Road? No. Oh God. Now I'm, I'm thinking of both posters. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it was, it was one of those posters. Um, uh, but it was great. It was, it was a Beatles poster. Um, especially when, you know learning music and just kind of getting into music and you got to have your, like your inspirations and bands you kind of like look up to, you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, the Beatles was on there for sure. Uh, number four, I had a green day poster for, for a moment. Um, I believe it was their warning poster when, uh, I believe when yes. warning came out. Um, and uh, funny enough, I was listening to that album today, just like randomly, and I was just that's thinking, an underrated album. It is. It that's a definitely good record, is, dude. It's such a solid yeah. record. Um, and I, I mean, all the way through, but I, I like that kind of last half of the of the record. Um, yeah, where it has, uh, I think it has. I've been yeah, waiting. Yeah, it's yeah, very waiting. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, which doesn't day. that sounds waiting doesn't sound like they would have written that you know what i mean that sounds so it almost sounds like a little bit further in their their discography yes. or like their career yes um it, it was such a a very well put together song um yeah and so yeah like with having a green day poster you know kind of most of the posters i remember from like growing up is like yeah kind of the inspirational bands i was listening to like when i was starting to learn guitar and stuff like that and green day obviously was one of them so uh, yeah, I had Green Day poster up in my up in my room. I love that. Uh, number three, I actually mentioned this concert uh, for I think it's for opening bands that are list for opening bands, but I actually got a poster from this concert. It's the Boxcar Racer H two O and the Used concert um, at the Warfield, which was, I mean, it was like pretty much, it was a if you can imagine what a boxcar racer was, it was like this little figure, like this little figurine guy inside this little like cardboard box car. That's cool. And that's what it was. And it had like spray painted boxcar racer, like in their, like their logo look and everything. And then it had, yeah, the bands other, the H2O and the used, um, in, in kind of like that spray paint font. And it was in this like kind of, uh, the background was kind of this like um, burgundy, like reddish color, kind of like uh, like how red my uh, um, my sweater is, and it was. So, I mean, obviously, it was uh, probably one of those earlier concerts I remember. And then you know, Boxcar Racer. I think one of their. I don't know how long they toured, but it was kind of like their only tour I felt with like that record that came out. So, True, yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it reminded me so much of that concert and, um, you know, I was just jazzed off of just seeing them and, you know, it's like, oh, it was, you know, it's a poster that I could put up and like, oh, I can remember I was at that concert and, you know, I have another poster hanging here from when we went to see the last shadow puppets at the, oh, uh, yeah. at the Fillmore and that, that was a that. whole right over there, dude. Yeah. And I still have it for, yeah, I have it framed here and dude, actually that's funny. April 17th. Uh, 2016. It's coming up, like our little anniversary for that. So, um, what a fun night that was. 
Yeah, dude. And it makes me think I wish I saw more shows at the Fillmore because that was their whole thing, right? It's they, a great venue. You know, great venue. It's got so much history. And, of course, every show they produce a poster for and they kind yep. of add it to their collection and they give them to the, the people there. So I, I would I would count this one uh, as one of my posters on my list, but I'm, I'm kind of going down the memory train. Um, all right. All right. But, yeah, so number three, Boxcar Racer. Uh, just specifically for that show and just remembering it. Uh, number two, another pop punk band of the time. I had a Sum 41 poster. Ooh. And it was a blacklight poster, dude. It was, uh, I, I remember going to like Spencer's and like buying this blacklight just to like see what it looked like. And oh, it, yeah. was, it was pretty much like, I think it was their like unofficial mascot for the, for I think their earlier records, but it was like a skeleton and it was like a oh, skeleton and he was flipping and he was 41. like one yeah like four yeah. yeah four one with the flip off i remember that poster yes yeah and um and yes yeah, so it was super one it was like oh shit like this is like wow i this is like my first kind of like mature poster and you know like this dude's flipping it off and um yeah it, i remember it being like that black light poster so when you turn it on it would like i think it had and they were all into like the I think funny enough like a lot of pop punk bands were into like sweatbands and shit like that I don't know that's right yeah they, they were time. definitely into that kind of stuff um, so it had like a sweatband with I think the Sum Forty One like logo on it and the you know of course they're like I think Sum Forty One they were just like always said they were like Hellraisers or some shit and then you know they always felt like they were kind of like a heavy metal band you know kind of uh, prompting like Satan and shit so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, good parallel from our our uh, religious movies, uh, but uh, yeah, so like it was super. It was just like such a polarizing like poster, and it was kind of like the yeah one of the first posters I I had that was just like yeah fuck you and like yeah so um, um and yeah this is Sean's real attitude yeah guys no one ever gets to see this I see it all the time all the time guys so yeah Don't that was. Me. That was my first kind of black light fuck you poster. So, uh, for number for number two, and then what was no- your second black light fuck you poster? Uh, you know, I had a, I probably had one of those stupid Spencer ones, like with mushrooms or, oh, me, with mm. like uh, flames or some shit like that. But yes, image is going blurry again. I-, I love this camera, but man, this thing goes like in and out of the, the focusing. It's uh, called rack focusing. Focus. Okay. This was rack. Focus. I'll, just, I'll just move on. It'll probably hopefully go. There you go. Um, there we are. And then my number one dude is a. Uh, of course, we were big fans of Blink One Eighty Two. Um, I had. I'm gonna do honorable mention. I did have two Blink posters. I had, as my honorable mention, I had one that was for Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, and I think. I'm guessing probably one of like the photos from the album, like that inside cover with like, and then the, of course the, the stop with all the different. Yeah. 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 yeah, All All the the symbols for each song symbols and stuff. Um, so that was a one I remember, but the one I had was, I think when they released enemy of the state and it was them and their boxers and they, you know, it was actually what, like that was far enough that like, I remember Travis had like, I think he had like um, cornrows or something, or he had like braids or something. He had like something crazy with his hair happening and less tattoos, funny enough. Um, but it was like Blink 182 and their boxers. And that's great. 
you know, that's kind of, you know, it's, it reminds me of the image, the back image of Enema of the State, and they're kind of like sitting there like, oh, we're good. You know, we're in the hot, you're in the hospital. Like, so, um, yeah, it, it just, I don't know. They were, I was such a huge fan. Like, I was, I mean, I'm, you know, I still love Blink, but like, I was such a huge fan of Blink, um, at that time. And they felt attainable. Like, like, oh, we could do that. Exactly, dude. And, you know, seeing our like first couple concerts with them and like, um, you know, being able, yeah, learning some of their songs. It, it was, it was ideally kind of like, yo, these are like the dudes I worshiped for, for music and stuff and learning it. So, um, and then of course it just like, it just showed off like how funny they were, um, at that time. And like, They're a good you know, time. yeah, it was a good time, man. So yeah, that's it, man. That's, that's my five for posters. And you know what? I bet you anything I can probably find that boxcar racer poster and maybe that some 41 poster. I feel like I can You should that one. absolutely put them back up. I, I gotta I gotta dig deep, I think, next time I go home. Cause I, I think I have that in like storage somewhere. So dig deep. And then if you can't find them, dig deeper. Dig deeper. Or probably dig deeper. Probably find someone online. But uh I I kinda wish I went to more shows at the Fillmore, dude. Because I, I There's still time. There is it's not closed yet. I know. Yeah. I just like collecting the posters because it, it does remind you of the uh, the show that you went to and kind of the uh, the kind of limited artwork too as well for, yeah. for that show. So, but yeah, that's my that's my top five, dude. I love it. Nice, love it. nice and easy list right very there. Easy. Very easy list. Very easy. Um, very nice, Jonathan. Do you have yes. anything you'd like to share with our dear, sweet, lovely, imaginary audience this week? Uh, I watched a documentary series. Um, this, uh, I think I, I started it before I went to go see you, and then I finished it uh, this week. Like, I think I finished it uh, not yesterday, but the day before when I was got my shot and I was just kind of like bedridden for like a day. Um, I watched the uh, QAnon Into the Storm documentary on HBO Max. Um, it's about obviously the QAnon movement and, uh, pretty much this filmmaker tries to find the origins of who Q was and the kind of originator of that movement and kind of putting those ideas and thoughts into people's, uh, and conspiracies into people's heads. Um, it's very interesting because it just shows one, the power of the internet again, and, for you know people on forums and being able to be uh, especially this the the um person of q was on 8chan which is a anonymous uh posting uh forum uh when there's tons of crazy shit on there and i, I don't know if it's called 8chan anymore i think they renamed their forum but just shows man like you can be completely anonymous and still have an influence on on the masses i would of say of course so uh, and and of course it goes into you know how uh, Q created those posts and then how people and social media and you know uh, groups like MAGA and like all these all these other groups kind of attached on to this idea and kind of brought it elsewhere into the masses and um, that also coincided with some of the recent events like the Capitol being stormed. Um, which is crazy because the documentary has like all that footage in there. So it's like, you know, it's, it's very interesting to see a documentary that has like, okay, these are like recent events that just happened. Um, so yeah, it's very interesting. And by the end of the documentary, 
I would say the filmmaker uncovers his theory of who that Q person is, um, which is actually very interesting um, of a theory. Um, it's not confirmed, though, like who that person really is because it's still anonymous. Um, but it's very interesting and almost kind of flies underneath your nose throughout the whole documentary. So, yeah, Ooh. I'd say in, uh, check it out. Um, and then the other thing I watched was Kong versus Godzilla again. You know, wasn't expecting a great movie, but, you know, uh, hey, I got to see Kong versus Godzilla <laughs> and tear some shit apart. So, well, there you um, go. There you go, man. That's that's pretty much my my movie doc recommendations this week like for it. you guys. Yeah, Joey, what do you have to share this week, dude? I too have uh, a doc to share. Um, nice. I watched okay. the new Ken Burns uh, Hemingway documentary oh, on okay. PBS. Uh, it's three episodes long. Um, you know, they they put a very twenty twenty one spin on it of. Um, and he also had a secret life of androgyny and sexual, you know, uh, uh, fluidity. And, you know, it's just like, all right. But like the drinking and the manly, you know, all, all that shit. Far, yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I don't know. What am I trying to say? It's, it's a classic Ken Burns documentary. I enjoyed it. Um, but uh, yeah, I like, I like Hemingway though. Um, so it was kind of well I like his writing I don't he's a terrible watch this you want like it's like both his sons like disowned him and shit and like it's wild uh, the way he treated people and you know some of that was probably a lot of mental illness that went undiagnosed but uh, it's wild it's pretty wild it's good okay. I liked it yeah anyway. PBS that's cool they're still PBS, they're making, yeah. still making some some docs they are still doing it uh but uh, yeah i enjoyed it um have you ever read hemingway no not really but i know of him and i think uh that kind of piques my curiosity now that there's a like a current documentary on him because i would love well, to normal know more about him i i think it's not long i think it's less than 200 pages long you should read a movable feast movable that's the book feast. that made okay. me choose like all right yeah paris this is where i'm gonna you know and oh, that's Paris. That's right. I remember you. And he talks a lot about the bookstore that we went to, Shakespeare Company. Um, and they interview, or you see old interview footage of uh, Beecher. I forget her first name. She owned the bookstore. I bought her book. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So, okay. And she's just a fun, you know, kind of old lady when they interview her and just like, talks really loud and you know very she's wonderful uh so it's it's cool to see stuff like that um yeah dude I like that. yeah little, little doc documentary recommendations look at us tonight, we're learned we're learned <laughs> um Jonathan. yes where can we find more of your work on the internet this week my friend uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Sean Day Music. Um, I'm also on Twitter. I gotta start posting more, but I've been trying to share stuff with our show on there as well. Um, re- retweet, as they say. Um, retweet. Re- retweets. Is retweet. Retweets. Retweets. Uh, retweets. Uh, but yeah, you can you find me, find me on the same uh, tag at Sean Day Music and also on my website, SeanDayMusic.com. Joey, where can we find you on the internet? 
You can check me out on Twitter and on Instagram at Joey Prati and on my website, joeyprotty.com. You can check out the show at Top 5 Pod. It's T-O-P-F-I-V-E-5-P-O-D on Instagram, on Twitter at gmail.com, on YouTube. We're on Anchor and Spotify and SoundCloud. And we're also on Facebook Top 5 Podcast. So please give us a like, give us a listen, give us a follow, give us your love, and we will give you Jonathan. Uh, man, I'll we'll just give you so much more loves kisses in return. We'll give you some loves kisses in return. Until next time, I'm Joy Parati. And I'm Sean Day. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Clear.